Good day, y'all, and welcome to episode 23 of the Aaron Wayne Podcast. This one got out of hand. I don't even know what I talked about in this podcast, but I know I talked about a lot of stuff, and I said it really quickly. Before we get too far, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. I'm out here spreading good vibes. The internet needs more good vibes. Let the world know. All right, guys, let's do it. Right here we go, back at it, guys. Hope you guys are doing well. I am probably wearing the same shirt from the last podcast you watched because I'm a public school teacher and I own like seven dress shirts. I actually had to, for this wedding that I got coming up, I bought a whole bunch of new swag. First time I bought some nice dress clothes in a long time, which makes me feel like I don't know. It feels like super adult to buy nice clothes, but then also. I get caught up in this like consumerism thing of like, should I be buying clothes when these, like, look at this shirt. You're probably listening to this. Like 99% of the people that listen to the podcast are all listening to it on um, audio only. But if you're watching this on YouTube, it's a nice shirt. Don't you agree? Makes me look nice. Dude, I was listening to, um, I heard today that Spotify for the first time ever is projected this year to have more podcast listeners than iTunes, which just blew my mind because iTunes created the podcast. Podcasts were made because of iPods. So it's crazy. And like my numbers bear that out too. Like if I look at the analytics for my podcast, it's like 80, 70 or 80% of people that listen are listening on Spotify. And now I'm listening more on Spotify. Spotify isn't on the game, dude. They're on the game. It's a whole new world. How you guys doing? Hope you're doing well. I'm rocking and rolling, man. Springtime is here. We're out here living. It's beautiful. Just paid my taxes. Oh, boy. What's today's date? Today is, I'm recording this podcast on May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Nobody said that today to me. We've Have we lost everything, guys? Have we lost all senses of normalcy? I've noticed that people stop saying bless you when you sneeze. I'm not a religious person, but should you say bless you when you sneeze? Yeah, you should. People have stopped doing that. Why have people stopped saying bless you when they sneeze? I think it's like, I think it's because of COVID. I need to stop saying COVID on my podcast. I'm going to get shadow banned and end up on a no-fly list for touting conspiracy theories about people saying bless you when they sneeze. If you cough or sneeze in 2020... It's almost like walking into a grocery store and just yelling the, like F word, just like F bombs all over the place. I said F word. I'm a grown up. Why did I say F word? Because I'm a public school teacher and that's what I do in public facing spaces. I don't say the F word. I say F word. You know what I'm talking about? Be an adult about this. But yeah. Just to say, bless you. Have you sneezed into your mask before? It's like you got punched in the face with a sneeze. This is the funniest podcast I've ever made. I'm already on a roll. I got a bobblehead. My good friend Sam made me a bobblehead because I'm going to be in his wedding. If you're watching this on YouTube, I got a little bobblehead. If you look on my Instagram, I got got a bobblehead. I don't think it's on there. I think I put it on my stories. The beauty part of a story on Instagram is that it disappears and you don't have it forever. But the terrible thing about it, it's very Buddhist, you know. There's a Buddhist saying, enjoy the enjoy the cup now because it's already broken. And it's just this meditation on like the transient nature of everything. Speaking of transient nature, I just paid my taxes. Why do I have to pay taxes? 
I'm getting fired up. Calm down, Rico. It's going to be okay, buddy. Why? I'm a, I'm a public school teacher. How do you think I get paid? I get paid almost nothing by taxes. Why, why do public school teach? Why do, why do people that get paid by taxes pay taxes? And this is the first year I ended up owing. Actually, I owed taxes last year too. I owed federal taxes for the last two years. Huh? The reason I have to pay taxes is because I have an LLC that I run my business, uh, my yoga business through. That's why I got to pay taxes. So Aaron, just calm down. I'm already, I'm all fired up. Taxes are complicated. Taxes are getting more and more complicated as I get older because I'm actually trying to do them right. <laughs> Before it was just like, I don't know, TurboTax this is on you, man. You carry the liability. I don't think they carry the liability. If I film up my taxes wrong, even though TurboTax prompted me through it, I'm pretty sure I'm on the hook for that. So now I'm trying to like actually, I got all these extra forms. I got quarterly payments that I have to make to the IRS, which I think I was supposed to do last year, but I didn't do last year as a corporation. Um, but I'm doing this year. Oh, it's all mess. Taxes, man. Why are we? Taxes, taxes, taxes. I just learned yesterday that half of Americans don't pay taxes. They actually have a negative tax rate. It's like something like 46% of Americans end up getting um, money back every year. Was I one of those people for the first 12 years I filed taxes? Yeah, I was. At the time, I was like, give me that cheddar, baby. I'll take that whatever, like $1,200 or $800, whatever. Well, I don't even remember how much they would give me. But now that I'm paying taxes, I'm like, wait, what are you spending this money on? It's not the school teachers. I learned um, last year, speaking of school financing, that a majority of school funds are appropriated from property tax. And so that sounds like a reasonable thing to do. But what ends up happening, especially in a community like mine, where I live in a college town and there's, you know, it's just, there's more money here. Like I live in an area like in Southwestern Virginia that there's just more money than the surrounding communities and the property taxes, the houses are like, I can't afford to live. I can't afford to buy a house in my own community, which is just super messed up that a public school teacher can't afford to live in the community that they teach. But that's another podcast property taxes in this area fund and all most areas fund the public school system. And so if you're living in a community that has high real estate value and um, expensive cars, then you're going to get a higher proportion of, or you're going to, your proportion is going to be similar, but it's going to be a higher uh, gross um, pull in a net income of those taxes. Look at me just throwing around fancy economics, economical terms, gross net, you know what I'm talking about. The richer the people are, the richer their schools are because of the property taxes that go through it. So how does that compare to, you know, you think about, think about communities that they don't, I, I see, I see a Tesla every day, not to brag, not to brag, but I live in a community where I see a Tesla every day mm. and people drink seltzer water like I'm about to do. Mm. Fantastic. I was thinking about, um, I was thinking about podcasts today. I was thinking about what a podcast has become and what it is to the people that listen to it. Cause I listen to podcasts. Um, I, I probably every day I deleted YouTube off my phone because I was hooked on just playing YouTube on my phone. Like while I was driving, I wasn't watching it, but I was just like, I had it on. It was playing. I was also 
watching YouTube while doing dishes, while cooking, while yard work, everything. Like, and I wasn't even watching it. It was just in my pocket. But for some reason, the algorithm for YouTube has figured out what it is that I want to watch and it just keeps feeding it to me. So I've been thinking about media. I've been thinking about how we consume media and I've been thinking about podcasts. And I've been thinking about how annoying ads are on podcasts. And there's a podcast that I like, uh, this guy named Sam Harris. And I've talked about him on the podcast before, but he has a model where it is entirely subscription-based. But if you can't afford the subscription, he will... I shouldn't drink seltzer water while I'm doing podcasts. This is a surefire way not to get ads on your podcast, is burping into the microphone. But he has an ad model where he his people just support him. And it's a donations bait. I guess it's donations. It's actually transactional because you can't access the podcast otherwise. But he built his audience through an entirely free model and never had advertisements to my knowledge, or at least he had a very clear thesis that you shouldn't burn into the microphone. And that was, that was what I learned from Sam Harris's podcast is that you shouldn't burp into the microphone. I don't know, man, ads on a podcast. I just, I don't want to, it doesn't make sense. If you listen to my last podcast where I'm railing against corporations for exploiting uh, social justice in order to appropriate that cause in order to sell sneakers and iPhones, It doesn't make sense that I could rail against corporations and then be like, subscribe to Audible slash Aaron Wayne podcast. This just doesn't make sense. Like, I don't, I don't see. And let me tell you this, nobody's reaching out. So I've yet to, I've yet to have someone reach out and say, Aaron, your podcast is so massive. Please, please let us give you money to just read an ad. Nobody's reached out. So I think what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to like formulate this thought for myself before that happens because the podcast is actually growing. It's growing um, each week, each time that I post something, it gets bigger and it's not massively expanding, but it is getting gradually bigger and bigger. And if consistency over time uh, follows through, if I follow through with the consistency over time, like I very likely will find myself in a position where, you know, some C minus company wants me to hawk their vegan protein powder. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So I don't know. That's what I'm thinking about. That's what I got on my mind. And that's all I wrote for my notes. Taxes. Couldn't find the documents. That's what I wrote down. Oh, dude, have you ever lost your tax documents? Like your W-2s and your 1099s and your 1040s and all these things. I lost my tax documents. They're somewhere in the house. And all I could think about, and I know my wife wouldn't have gotten this reference, so but I I texted it to her anyway. I said, the files are in the computer. And if you know what that reference is from, shouts out to you. Text me, hit me up on Instagram, put in the comments below. If you know what that reference is from, and then they turn into chimps and they start breaking the computer. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Same movie. How many clues can I give you people? I got nothing else for you. I can't give you any more clues. Except blue steel. Yeah, now you know what I'm talking about. The files are in the computer. If you lose important documents, I have this thing over here. This is my yoga room slash office slash podcast space. Not a studio. It's definitely not a studio, but it is a podcast space. I even have little squishy things on my wall. My and yeah. My wife protested me putting it up. But she doesn't even listen to the podcast. You want to know how I know she, she doesn't listen to the podcast? 
because I asked her and she says, no, I don't listen to the podcast, but whatever. That's fine. She hears enough of me babbling about, but I couldn't find the documents. I had to end up like going through a bunch of online portals and this company didn't have, so I have a health savings account. It's just like, it's, taxes should be easier. It's 2021. Why do I have to fill out these forms with, they're actually fairly straightforward, but if you have a lower level of reading comprehension than me, and for an English teacher, if you piled up all of the English teachers into a pile, call it 100 English teachers. Say there's only 100 English teachers on the planet. If you were to put me on that scale of how good at spelling I am, I'm probably in the 20th percentile, which means I'm in the bottom 20% when it comes to spelling. If you were to put me in reading comprehension, I'm probably in the 70th percentile, which is pretty decent for an English teacher, especially when compared to that, the average schmo in the streets who doesn't read, um, that recreationally read that is. Mark Twain said that the man who chooses not to read has no advantage over the man who's incapable of reading, which I think is kind of an interesting concept. What am I talking about? Oh, these documents, man. Tax documents, if you, it, I can barely understand them sometimes. I'm like, subtract line seven from 14. Like, what are you talking about? And then, like, they reference these other documents that you have to go digging for the other documents. It's like, look at document blah, 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 blah for this. It's like, why didn't you put the instruct? Why can't I get a hyperlink? Like, come on, man. Give me a hyperlink. And companies like TurboTax are attempting to, I guess, like, arbitrage that knowledge gap by just giving you very straightforward things and like little clicky prompts and it gives you a little ticker at the top of like, this is how much you're going to make and this is how much you're going to owe. But it should just be easier. Why are there so many things in society that are not up to date? It's 2021. I should be able to vote on my phone. I should be able to do my tax. My taxes should already be done. Like, wh- why aren't my taxes done? <laughs> Most people pay someone to do their taxes. I don't do that because I'm cheap. Why am I cheap? I'm a public school teacher. See above. I didn't take a break in the action. I took another sip of seltzer water, which is probably going to make me burp again. My power's out right now. This is a very frenetic conversation. Should I slow it down? I'll say that I'm going to slow down this podcast, but in reality, I can't help myself. So this is the pace it's going to go at, guys. If you're not into it, go listen to someone on NPR. Dude, how about the NPR people? Today on the Aaron Wayne podcast, we have... We have Aaron Wayne, and he'll be discussing his latest episode of the podcast. And then they're in conversation, they're in dialogue with whoever this author that nobody's read. (laughs) They're in conversation with this person, and while they're, uh, whenever they make a point, even if it's not really that good of a point, they go, oh. (laughs) It's just so contrived, man. I listen to The Daily, which is a pot. I shouldn't be cracking my neck, but I haven't been sleeping well, and it makes my neck feel creaky. I'm going to listen to this podcast, The Daily, The New York Times does, with Michael Bobobo. And it's a pretty good podcast. They're fairly thorough. Um, their bias shows only some of the time, um, which is how I like my media. I want them to hide their bias from me, please, so I can pretend like I'm getting unbiased news. Is this a conspiracy? Conspiracy theory podcast? Is that what I've been building for the last year? No, Aaron, it's not. What else am I talking about? These NPR people. 
these NPR people, <laughs> it's just so contrived. It's almost like you, you know, when you look at movies from the twenties, which that did they have movies in the twenties? I have no idea. You know what I'm talking about? That yeah, see, that's sort of like the way that these black and white movies used to go down. If you look at some of those movies, they were much happier to slap people. Am I going to steal a comedian's joke that I don't remember where I learned it from? Yeah, I'm going to share it with you. They used to just slap people. Like, get yourself together, man. They'd slap them in the face and shake them by the shoulders. Listen, man, if I'm having a freak out, the last thing I want you to do is slap me and tell me to get my act together. That's not going to help. Who are you helping with that? What am I talking about? Yeah, they just learned this way of talking. I guess, yeah, see? And NPR is now that version of it. It's kind of like if you watch uh, Fox News, it's kind of like that too. Like, they have this, like, intense outrage that they always have. Like, Tucker Carlson is like, well, the thing is, I'm not doing impressions today. I'm not going to do it. I haven't seen enough Tucker Carlson to actually, Tucker Hall, to actually do an imperson- impersonation of him. But, you know, they all have these different contrived ways of, conform I don't know like it's just they think this is how they're supposed to deliver it or they've just listened to so much of themselves and other people um in their in their lane that do things that way what am I talking about that's what this podcast is going to be called what am I talking about that's not a bad name for a podcast not a bad name for a podcast I think it's similar I think this idea of people sounding like their cohorts I think it's similar to how I was talking about um, last week, see last podcast about how if you aren't, if you're practicing yoga, if you're, if you're um, teaching, if you're practicing teaching, um, if you aren't taking other teachers, you're going to sound like yourself over and over again. And it's this recursive repetitive loop, which my wife helped me realize that she helps me realize often when I get stuck in this loop of just teaching the same things and teaching the same ways. And if you're not branching out and getting alternative modalities of teaching, then you're just going to be stuck in the same thing. And it's probably the same thing. These people are probably all consuming the same media. Yeah. Does anybody trust media anymore? I think most people maybe do. Uh, I don't trust any of them. I said last podcast that I've been hesitant to share how I feel and think about politics because I don't want to turn people off. But then like, what, what, they just don't listen. You know what I mean? But I definitely think that both branches of media are just, they're all, they're all trying to sell Mercedes ads and heart pressure, heart, heart pressure, blood pressure, heart stuff. You know what I'm talking about those ads. My power's out. I brought that up like 10 minutes ago and I never finished the thought. I was reading this story to my students. Um, called All Summer in a Day by Ray Bradbury. Great story. Really good. Really worth reading. And it's about this it's about this this uh, colony on Venus. <laughs> yeah. It's about this colony on Venus and it rains all day. Uh for years and years and years. And then the kids uh on this special day, like every seventh year, the sun comes out and so these kids are nine year olds and that's who the the um setting the story is those the characters in the story rather and they on that day they go out and they play in the sunshine and as i was reading this story the most wicked storm started blowing through and the kids started freaking out <laughs> i was trying to like they were legitimately freaking out because the lights started flickering 
and I'm teaching an online class at the time. So I'm like telling my online kids, I'm like getting really close to the iPad. I'm like, listen, if the power goes out, finish reading the story on your own. <laughs> and then I repeated it because the first time I say anything to my online kids, they don't listen. And your kids aren't either. If your kids are doing remote learning, they're not listening to the teacher. So I said it again. I said, listen, guys. If the power goes out, finish the story without me. I didn't say it like that. I should have. That was the tone. Am I going to drink another sip of this soda? I am jacked today. All I wrote for my notes for this podcast. Do you, I'll just read them to you. I wrote effing taxes. I didn't write effing. I don't say the F word in public. But I wrote something different. Because that note is just for me. Couldn't find the documents, period. Next line. Podcast looked to get a billion in ad revenue this year. That's a really interesting stat. A billion dollars in ad revenue this year. Ads on pods. Not a complete sentence. Spotify. <clears throat> mm. Spotify will have more listeners according to eMarketer. I don't even read eMarketer. I heard that on a podcast earlier. And I'm not even going to talk about that podcast because I've talked about it too many times. But I listen to it. He posts twice a week. And I'll tell you what it is. Even though I said I'm not going to tell you what it is. It's the Prof G Show. It's way better than this. Turn this podcast off. He doesn't burp in the microphone. Turn this podcast off and go listen to his podcast. He's way smarter. And it's just a better podcast. I don't know what to tell you. As I was driving home, I was thinking to myself, I would much rather listen to a podcast than make a podcast today. And um, I don't know what that means. I think I just like listening to podcasts. I think that podcasts are a really interesting medium because you get, like, I'm right here with you. Like, I am in your ear right now. And if you're still listening to this, which I've learned only about 40% of the people that start my episodes get to about this point. I'd say that's a pretty good number for a no-name weirdo that lives in the mountains. But when you're listening to a podcast, it's, it's, it's intimate. Like, you're in someone's, they're, you're, they're right there with you. Um, controversial figure in the podcasting world for some people is Joe Rogan. I, I started listening to Joe Rogan before it was cool, guys. Before it was cool when he was on Ustream. <laughs> I don't even know if Ustream's still a website anymore. But he used to post on Ustream, and it was the most ridiculous podcast. But I learned so much in the formative years of my college time. And he, uh, he just has made so many podcasts, like thousands of podcasts, it feels like. And now he's on Spotify. Maybe that is why people are switching over. Or maybe it's just because Spotify is making an investment and they have a much better landing page because you can listen to music and podcasts on the same platform. You can't do that on iTunes. So it's like the um, podcast catcher for Apple is just isn't as effective as a tool. It doesn't offer as much variety. So that's that. I switched my browser. I'm using a browser now called Brave, which doesn't track me. So you can download that. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Been taking a lot of hot baths lately. Is that interesting? I don't know. I'll tell you. I've been taking a lot of hot baths lately because hot yoga, it just still isn't where it was before. And 
I need the heat, man. If you if you are interested, I'll share with you that there are there's a a school of thought that is entangled with the yoga world, and that school of thought is called Ayurveda. And you've probably heard a little bit about Ayurveda. Ayurveda is basically um, a five thousand year old healthcare system that you know definitely has been updated. Now there are actual Ayurvedic doctors that get MD training in India in India, but they also have like the ancient practices of you know, herbs and spices and practices and, um, you know, all these different things. And in that modality, they have, uh, three, they call them constitutional types. One is Pitta. The other one is Vata. And the other one is Kapha. Kapha is, they're sort of like, you, you remember when you did, uh, back in middle school and high school, I guess maybe, I don't know what time it was for you, but these personality tests that were like super popping for a while, about um, like which house would you be in Harry Potter or which friend from friends are you? It's sort of like that. It takes these, it takes into consideration like, like how energized you tend to be, how distracted you tend to be, how lethargic you tend to be. And then it sort of puts you in one of these like camps, I guess you'd say. And so Kapha is very um, like inertia driven, very stable, um, in the winter, they say kapha is higher because we all are in this sort of like hibernating state. And then vata is very airy and creative and distracted. And then pitta is very uh, driven and aggressive and energetic. And I find that I'm definitely like if in the constant in that constitutional framework, I'm very pitta. And so the heat is another uh, part of pitta, like enjoying the heat. While I'm saying this, I'm sweating. I'm sweating through this $16 dress shirt because my power is out. But I've been taking these hot baths, and um, I don't know. Do you want to know this? I'm t- I take hot baths. I use Epsom salts. I'm a fancy fella. Sometimes I put a little lavender oil in there. What are you going to do about it? I'm a manly man, but I'm a manly man in my own manly way. I take lavender salt baths, and I do yoga. We're coming up on 30 minutes, but I feel like I can, I want to, I want to keep podcasting. So this one's going to be a little bit longer, but I'm going to take a quick break to reset my camera. If you've listened to the last, this might've happened on the last podcast, the video just cuts out and it drives me bonkers. So I'm going to take a quick pause and I'm going to clap to do it, but I'm probably going to cut that part out. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Depends on how lazy I get with the editing. Clap. Okay, back at it. I don't know why I wanted to do more of this podcast because I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but I think that it's a muscle worth exercising. There's all these podcasters that just do podcasts by themselves. Sorry, I don't have a cough button. This is not a podcast studio. This is a microphone and a laptop. It's actually really easy to make a podcast. It's astonishingly easy. If you just took the time to YouTube a couple of videos, most of us could make a podcast. I think you can maybe download the software for GarageBand on your phone. Definitely you can do it on an iPad and 100% it comes already installed on a MacBook. So like 
If you can work GarageBand, you can make a podcast. It's not that hard to do. But do you want to do it? Because then you find yourself in this situation where you're sweating because your internet's not working. You can't do anything else. I'm just sweating in my yoga room. I'm like legitimately, this is too hot. What am I going to do if the power doesn't come back on? What do you do when the power goes out? You wait. Because we're so reliant on the power. On that juice. You guys remember Blank Check? You remember that movie? Remember Juice? You know what I'm talking about. Blank Check? That like Macaulay Culkin wannabe kid ends up getting his bike run over by some mobster who's hiding millions of dollars. I think it was a million dollars. I think it was a million. Like this guy robbed a bank. Let me run through the, the plot for you. This guy robs a bank. Opening scene, rain's pouring down. He hides the money like in a railroad somewhere. Gets arrested. Does his stint in jail. But somehow he's communicated with Juice to like come pick up the money from this bank that he's like, I missed a part. I thought I was an English teacher. Guy gets out of jail, right? Still with me? Guy gets out of jail. He is tooling around, gets out of jail, gets the money, takes it to a bank with this really like seedy bank guy. He looks like he looks like Danny DeVito except chubby. Does that make sense? So he he gets this bank he he just gives this guy like a million dollars cash and he's like, "Okay, you put it away. My my guy Juice is going to come by later and get it." As he's leaving the parking or as he's leaving the bank, he runs over Preston Waters is the character's name, this Macaulay Culkin wannabe. Runs over Preston Waters' bike. And the and kid's like, hey, man, that's my bike. And he's like, what do you want? What do you want? Cops start coming. You hear like, boo, boo. Cops start coming. He's like, whatever you want, kid. I'll just give you whatever you want. Let me, what's it, what's, how much is the bike worth? And he just writes a check, but he leaves. He leaves the amount of money blank. So this kid gets home. He's savvy, right? This kid's got grit. This kid's got know-how. He uses his Mac computer Back to the Mac computer, built by slaves in Asia, he ends up printing a check, or he ends up printing on the check that the guy had signed for $1 million. Is this just all about movie references today? So he gets his million dollars, takes it to the bank, says, hey, listen, guy, I want this million doll hairs. And then that's the end of the story. He gets a million dollars. He buys a bunch of stuff. What would you do with a million dollars if you're 15 years old? You know, I think he's 13, so he's a little bit more innocent because 15-year-old me would probably, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about that. I don't know what I would have done. You don't know what I would have done either. You don't know me. You didn't know me at 15. Some of you guys did know me at 15. Okay. Whatever happened to those movies from the 90s? Are we... What are the movies? What are the ki- what are the kids watching these days? I don't even know. They're just on TikTok. They're not even watching movies. They're just scrolling through TikTok. Man, you tell me what. I tell you what. I will tell each other what. Kids get to the end of the day at school, La Escuela, and the first thing they do when that bell rings, because I don't let them have their phones uh, like during class. Obviously, obviously, you can't have your cell phone <laughs> while I'm teaching. As soon as the bell rings. They're loose on their phones, scrolling through TikTok, man, just scrolling their brains away. 
What is going to happen to this generation? Is this what every old timer, I'm for sure an old timer now because I'm saying what's going to happen to this generation, but it's different, man. This stuff's different. This isn't, this isn't rock and roll music. This is stuff that's engineered to steal your attention away from you. And how many brilliant minds are being thrown into the catacomb that is social media scrolling? How many, how many Buddhas and Elon Musks and Thomas Jeffersons, like how many Ben Franklins, other founding fathers, Susan B. Anthony's, I don't know anything about Susan B. Anthony. Is that a sign of my sexist tendencies, my unconscious sexist tendencies? I have no idea. I don't know anything about Susan B. Anthony, man. Isn't she on a coin? I don't know. Do you know? You don't know what Susan B. Anthony did. You just know that you're supposed to know her. You probably do know Susan B. Anthony. And I'm showing my ignorance. But that's okay. I can't know everything. I all We all have our biases. We all have our blind spots. And mine is Susan B. Anthony. It is so hot in here. It's so hot in here. I don't know what to do about this. I gotta mow the lawn. I can go do that. It sounds terribly boring. I could listen to a podcast though. Happy day. What else do I got? I got all these notes. I don't even know what I talked about. Last podcast I talked about corporations. Talked about my vegan diet on the per- previous one. Talked about NFTs on the other one. I don't know. Who knows? I'm not reading as much as I should be. I tell you that much right now. I took all of my social media apps off. This is all this podcast is about. And I said something to my kids about social media and how the story we were relating relates to social media. And I realized I'm just like banging this same drum over and over and over again. And then I still consume these things, but I'm consuming them far less because I've taken them off of my phone and now they're on my iPad. So now if I want to scroll through Instagram, I got to hold this big clunky thing instead of just scrolling with my thumb. So it's just inconvenient enough that I use it less. So that's a tactic. I'm a big advocate for developing systems to prevent you from engaging in a lower form of yourself. I'll say that again because I stumbled through it creating systems to prevent you from allowing I stumbled through it again. What am I talking about? Just be better. I don't know. I got a yoga teacher training coming up this weekend. That's always exciting. I love a good yoga teacher training. We're rounding third on the yoga teacher training. I got two more weekends and this weekend the students are going to be practice teaching and um, that's what we're going to do. I actually have to talk about veganism this weekend because part of our yoga teacher training program is to teach people about how a vegan lifestyle is more conducive to creating less suffering in the world, which I do agree with, but I don't like lecturing people about that. If I talk about it on my podcast, that's one thing. I definitely think that we should, almost all of us should be vegan. There might be some medical exemptions that I'm not aware of, that you might be aware of in your personal life. But what I've found is that most people use that as an excuse. At least, I don't know. I'm, I'm ascribing intention to people that I don't know their inner working, so that's not cool. But I personally think that most people should not kill and eat animals' body parts. That's just me. Um, I don't know what you think. You must. You probably think differently because only like 2% of the world population is vegetarian. Even fewer people are vegan. And that's how cool I am. Not only that, but I got a sticker on my water bottle. If you're looking on Instagram, you're, or YouTube, whatever the 
heck this thing is. I'm going to sticker on my water bottle. It says vegan, bro. That's how vegan I am. Listen to the last podcast if you want to hear about how uh, I stopped being vegan for a weekend. What was I talking about? I was talking about how I have to teach um, uh, how a vegan lifestyle is more conducive to living yogically, whatever that means. Um, and I don't like doing it that way. And the reason I don't like doing it that way is because you're sort of giving people information that they m- may or may not they may or may not want to hear, but isn't that the, what like any sort of advocacy is about? Is like, hey, here's this thing you weren't aware of. This is what it actually is. Do you want to continue choosing what you were previously choosing? So I don't know. It just feels preachy. It feels preachy to like, be like telling people what they should and shouldn't do. So I, 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 I grapple with that and I try to figure out the best way to communicate it in a way that is conducive to people actually hearing it instead of letting their defenses go up immediately. Because vegans are notorious for being like militant. Like that's a, those are phrases that go together, militant vegan. And I just don't like that idea. So, but I definitely think we should stop eating animals. There you go. I learned recently that cryptocurrency is crushing the power grid, not the power grid, but like power consumption. Like we are just by owning and trading and operating the cryptocurrency, I think it's specifically the mining of Bitcoin so it would be nice if we had a protocol that eventually didn't have to do so much mining. I've talked about crypto in other podcasts. If you don't know what Bitcoin mining is, just Google it. I'm not going to explain it. Basically, it's just a complicated math problem that computers have to do over and over again in order to get cryptocurrency. I have a friend of mine who is a staunch, what's the opposite of advocate? Because that's what he is. He thinks cryptocurrency is so stupid. And uh, we got in this little tiff today because he sent me some stuff from uh, Warren Buffett on how cryptocurrency is not um, a good thing. But like, I'm not going to, like, I don't expect for some dude in his 90s to have a subtle opinion and an imaginative exploration of how decentralized finance could be beneficial to the population. He's made all his money in the traditional way. Good for him. Follow his advice there. But I don't think that he's on the bleeding edge of what... Not even the bleeding edge. I don't even think he's in the cohort of people who... I don't really understand cryptocurrency. (coughs) But I know more about cryptocurrency than 99% of the population. And I don't really know that much. And I think that hearing all these opinions from people, I just don't think that... I mean, they haven't been paying attention to it long enough. I don't know. I'm smarter than Warren Buffett. That's why you listen to this podcast. I know more than Warren Buffett. Write it down. That's the name of this podcast title. Title of this podcast. Aaron knows more than Buffett. What are we doing here, guys? We still doing this? It's too hot. I'm getting myself worked up, and it's too hot in this daggone room for me to keep doing this podcast much longer got to figure out how my power is going to come back on. I hope it comes back on. My fridge has food in it. Just went to the grocery store. You know what I hate doing? Going to the grocery store. Don't you? Especially now. I got to wear a mask. I burped again. I'm sorry. I got to wear a mask everywhere. When can I stop wearing a mask? I'm vaccinated. Most of the people in my region are vaccinated. When am I allowed to stop wearing a mask? I'm happy to learn. I haven't done any research on it. It's just like my intuitive my intuitive mind taking over and like, I thought that's why we got the vaccine so that we didn't have to do that. I should stop saying these buzzwords 
because they're going to demonetize my account that isn't monetized. But I don't know. Educate me. I'm happy to learn more. I'm I'm not like an anti-masker. I'm definitely not that. I was I was wearing a mask before. It was cool, guys. I've talked about this before. Back in March last year, I was still working on the van, and I had these um, N93s or something. They're not N95s, obviously, but they're like a step down from that. And I had a bunch of these because I was using um, chemicals, uh, like a spray adhesive in the van. And it's close quarters. Even though I open up the windows, it's like they still advise that you have some sort of like protection from it. And you know what's interesting about a lot of adhesives? They smell sweet. Why do they smell sweet? And that, that's, that's going to trick me. Why are they doing that? Point being, I was wearing a mask back in March into a Home Depot in a rural town of March of 2019. <laughs> People thought I was insane. But that's how cool I am about masks. I was doing it when it was crazy to do it. But now I'm at a point where it's like, well, why did I get the vaccine? Why is everybody getting the vaccine if we can't just live normally? And what I hear, what I hear people saying before they say it to me, I haven't even, like, I don't really talk about this. I don't really talk about these things in personal conversation because I feel like you automatically turn people off. And they assume that they know what I think when I'm just asking questions. Like, I just, I don't, I genuinely don't understand why I still have to wear a mask when I have the vaccine. Where's the research that shows that I'm still passing the bug? It's probably there. I just haven't looked for it. It's probably there. I should just go look for it. But I, um, yeah, I don't, I, uh, I'm just tired of wearing a mask, especially with a beard. It's just, if you, I shaved my beard at the beginning of this pandemic, a beginning of the school year, rather at the end of the summer, because I knew that I was going to be wearing a mask a lot at school, rightly so people should be wearing masks in schools because the kids haven't been vaccinated and they don't have the opportunity to be vaccinated. But I just saw the state of the union the other day and Biden said that anybody 16 and over has access to the vaccine now, which is fantastic. We got 220 million shots or something like that have gone out, which is fantastic. Miracle of science that we did this so quickly. Miracle of science. But can I stop wearing a mask now? Because it's kind of irritating. I don't like it. I don't think I have to smile. I don't enjoy smiling with my eyebrows. I was walking down the hallway today at school and I saw a colleague and I smiled at her. And she was like, why are you looking at me? And then I raised my eyebrows because I tried to smile with my eyebrows. And she said, hey. Yeah. I just don't want to do it anymore. But I will. I will if it's the right thing to do. And I continue to do so. CDC just said that you don't have to wear masks outdoor if you're, if you're vaccinated. And that just had me thinking... Who's wearing masks outdoors? Wasn't that the whole point of being outside? So you didn't have to wear a mask? Is this a conspiracy theory podcast? No. No, I'm just talking. Just asking questions. Just asking questions. I just don't know. Is this what... How how easy is it for someone to just talk themselves into a hole before people <laughs> realize, like, this person's crazy? Why are... There's so many people that have podcasts now see above if I say that again in this podcast I'm going to end it immediately if I say see above one more time I'm going to end this podcast I'm going to end it here and now no I'm not a billion dollars in ad revenue for podcasts if you were to consider the Pareto distribution Pareto distribution is a principle that this um, uh, I guess it was a data scientist I don't know but he also had uh, he was also a gardener and what he studied is he studied the production of his peas in his garden. Shouts out to peas. 
most underrated legume out there, peas. I love peas. I eat them almost every day. But he studied the production of pods, and he noticed that 20% of his pods, pea pods, 20% of his pea pods produced 80% of the overall pea production. And so that principle applies to other things. Like, for example, 20% of artists produce 80% of the content. And so when I think about that ad revenue, it looks like $800 million of that money is going to the top 20% of podcasters. Do I want a slice of that cheese? No, I don't eat cheese. And I also said I'm not doing ads on my podcast. But a little bit of that cheddar might be nice. I don't eat cheddar. That's one thing the vegan world doesn't do right, which is cheese. Another thing they also do, don't do right is meat. Because it's not meat and cheese. The vegan uh, Beyond Burgers are pretty good. I own stock in them. <laughs> Full disclosure, I own two shares of Beyond Meat. <laughs> Is this insider trading? Are we engaging in insider trading right now? I'm going to sell my two shares tomorrow. No, I'm not. I'm going to hold on to them. Because Beyond Meat's the future. And they're getting into the Chinese market. Apparently China... It's a very complicated relationship that I don't really understand. <laughs> I don't really understand the Chinese-American relationship. Do you? You know what I was thinking today? Do you know what a filibuster is? Let me explain to you what I think a filibuster is. I think a filibuster is when you have 100 senators and they're all like, hey man, let's vote on this thing. Let me rephrase that. Let me start over. I think a filibuster is when you have 99 senators saying, hey, let's vote on this thing. And then there's one chick or one dude, and they're like, hey, guys, we're not voting. I'm going to talk for a while. And they just talk, 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 talk. And I think that's what a filibuster is and just prevents people from voting on it. Apparently, they're trying to reform the filibuster. But I have no idea what it is. If you know what a filibuster is, send me an email. I'm going to wrap this. I'm 46 minutes in. And what I can tell here is that I'm I'm losing that steam of just like, I'm just grinding those gears. I was just revving because I had a cup of coffee before this podcast. It's been a long day. Worked hard today. Hope you worked hard today. Made a podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. That's going to do it for me, guys. I'm going to wrap it. Peace out. Boy, that one got weird. Hit me with an email. Hello at AaronWayneYoga.com. Subscribe. These are coming out every Sunday. Building the catalog. Building the podcast. Building the good vibes. AaronWayneYoga.com. At AaronWayneYoga on Instagram. Keep up. Stick with me. I'll see you guys later.